here we go. Welcome freelancers to our weekly episode of the Freelancers Codex podcast. Strap into your javelins and let's get ready to go. Your hosts, Steven, Devin, Mike, and JD are set to tackle all things Anthem. Get in on the discussion. Tweet us at Freelancer Codex. Find us on Facebook at Freelancer Codex. Or hit us up on email at freelancercodex at gmail.com. Welcome, freelancers, to episode 34 of the Freelancer Codex podcast. It has been 346 days since the last time we saw anything Anthem-related. I'm your co-host, I'm your host, Steve, with my co-hosts, Devin and Mike. JD cannot be with us. He was devoured um, in this, in the drought, not the drought, in this famine that is Anthem News. He was the first casualty. Guys, I don't know how much longer we can hold out here until we get some news before things got, start getting a little weird and start getting a little crazy, but... I think, All the days that's so many we can hold up. I think we have like what twenty days, twenty more days until E three twenty eighteen, something like that. It might be twenty one. I don't know. Right? <laughs> Your math is bad. Is it bad? It's been three hundred forty six <laughs> yeah. days since I've had to do real math. Um, I'm struggling here. So how many days? So it's going to be around. Well, okay, maybe it's well, more you have like full month of May oh, plus a couple I days hate, in June. I hate the month of May. It's the rest of this month. <laughs> oh man, so many days. Mike, are you gonna be able to survive? Are you gonna make it? It's tough. It's tough trying it, to make how it. How has but it been three hundred and forty six days? It's been three hundred and forty six days since last um June I think it was June eleventh was E three twenty seventeen. I don't believe it. Well, believe it, son. I'm gonna look it up on my phone. <laughs> well do it. While you're doing that, Mike have you been watching more Star Wars? Last episode, I think you were telling us that you really enjoyed the new Star Wars. Wondering if you have watched it again. <laughs> Salty any- Mike was telling you how much he loved Star Wars. <laughs> I think, and I hope our listeners will agree, that it was a very good movie. There just have, were a few things that were questionable when you look at it retrospectively. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. Devin, how was your trip to Cambodia? My trip to Cambodia was hot, uh, especially when we uh, – it got real good once I finally got to Italy. That's where I actually went. <laughs> right, what I say. And uh, the days since June 11th of last year were uh, is 317. 317? So, yeah. <laughs> Math is hard. Math is hard, man. We but, should have eaten no, Italy was a long great. time ago. So they actually have a pretty big uh, Xbox community in Italy. And How, uh, wait, what you like went and met the Italy Xbox community, or I don't understand. No, like when I when I'd go through the stores and stuff, like when I even at they had a game store at the train station. What? <laughs> yeah, at the mall below the train station in Florence, uh, they had tons of Xbox stuff there. But um, and it was also uh, one of the languages. I think there's like six or seven other languages that they are streaming the E3 conference in, in Italian. So. Uh, I'm guessing they have a, a decent, uh, you know, Xbox community there in Italy. I would suppose so. Italy is very close to Spanish. Can't speak in Italian, but I can understand a little bit of it. It's true, but when you try and tell them that, they, they don't believe you. <laughs> it's true, they don't. So I met, when I was in Argentina, They I met a man from Italy, 
And this was this guy was Yoda, man. He was old, he was small, happiest guy in the world. And the one thing he'd every time we'd go see this guy, every time we'd walk by, he'd be like, Hey, come over here. I'm gonna sing you guys a song. And he would sing us these songs in Italian. And it was the greatest thing in the world. Just little Yoda Italian man singing us songs. It was the best. <laughs> it was the best time ever. So what did you do in Italy? I mean, did you guys like what do you do Sound in Italy sights, when you man. go to Italy? Is that like the lure? Or is that in Italy? What's in Italy? Uh, there's a ton of history. Obviously, Rome's there. You know, where the the uh, hub of the Roman Empire that uh, was once the dominating world power. Um, so there's tons of you know ancient history there, and a lot of cool things to see. And I mean, we were just super busy. I mean, there was three, four days in a row where we were going on tours from uh, seven in the morning till eight thirty at night, just go and just seeing all kinds of stuff we only stuck around in florence so that was central italy and uh there was just so much more to see the biggest drawback for me is, is they smoke a lot over there in, in italy and i mean a lot everywhere <laughs> so uh if you if you're not a big fan of cigarette smoke it might be a little difficult for people but um my wife was getting some migraines and headaches from all the cigarette smoke but uh, if the only thing I can equate it to here in the states is if you go to a casino in Las Vegas, that, that level of cigarette smoke. So. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of cigarette smoke. <laughs> yeah, but once you get away from congregated areas, you know, like the train stations or outside the malls or whatever, uh, it's not too bad. So. So just like in real life, as long as you get away from people, it's enjoyable. <laughs> it's great when you get away from a lot of people. Yeah, no, I, and the drivers there, they, whoo. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't rent a car there. I understand now why you have to have super expensive insurance to drive in Italy. Because <laughs> uh, they make, you know, four lanes out of two. So, oh, um, wow. And they have scooters and bikes, and everybody all shares the same area of the road, and they don't care. And they will cut you off, anyone and everyone, a bus, truck, anything. <laughs> so is that because of they all watch the Italian job there, like on a weekly basis? They live it on a daily basis, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy, like all the scooters and stuff everywhere. And the, like when we went to Rome for a day, the traffic was just crazy. So And our taxi drivers are cussing each other out. <laughs> You should have recorded some of that. Bring bring us back some audio. They were really quiet, but they were, you know, moving around with their hands and letting them have it. You're like, I don't know what you're saying, but I'm pretty sure I know what you're saying. It was good. We had a lot of fun. I mean, I'd go back again. Uh, I don't think I need to go to the big cities. I mean, there's a ton. I mean, we hardly even saw anything in the big cities with, the, you know, weeks time there. But. Um, I would rather spend. We we got to go to a couple, several of the smaller cities when we did our tours and stuff, and we'd rather go stay there and explore more of those and more of the less popular areas. I mean, because they have these cities, I forget what they call them, but they you know they're all walled walled in and they're up on top of hills and they're just everywhere uh, because that's how they lived. You know, because they were in constant war for hundreds of years. So when they would build a new city, they would just build it at the top of the hill. And they build a wall around it, and people would leave the city during the day to go work in the fields and come back at night, you know. But they're everywhere. 
And the, most of them, some of them are really popular, and that's where we went. But there's so many more that you could go visit with a ton of history that you, know, you can go anywhere. So, Do you think the people that lived on the top of the hill, they'd look down at their enemies and they'd yell something like, I don't know, like, don't try it. I have the high ground. Think <laughs> don't that- try it, Anakin. I have the high ground. Uh, yeah, no, I think they would, you know, until they get starved out. So... <laughs> Just kind of like we're getting starved out. Devin, you brought it back full circle. This is an Anthem podcast. We do mm-hmm. eventually talk about things related to Anthem. If there's any news to talk about, there's not a lot of news to talk about. We do have a couple points we are going to hit. But first, I want to get a level of excitement. Yeah. So, level of excitement, Infinity War comes out this week. Do you guys already have your tickets? I have mine ordered. I have three for tomorrow. Mike, do you got tickets? Unfortunately, the mic does not have tickets to Infinity War. Well, I heard Devin had three. He's only one person. Well, he likes to take his buddies. His other buddies. Only one of them is taken. I have a seat available. It's, it's, it's at the mall tomorrow. What? what, 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 what 7.30 what is the time. 7.30. 7.30, huh? Tomorrow. The movie's almost three hours long, so I did Ooh, not oh want to go to a later one. So. Right? <laughs> I didn't realize. I have, I have tickets for 6 o'clock on Saturday. Okay, you'll be good to go. Yeah. That's yeah. like I'm excited for it. I'm good. I'm more excited for it than Anthem right now because you know we actually have trailers for Infinity War to get excited about. I actually just went to go see the Black Panther today, so I could be caught up before. I went Had you not seen it before? No, like I when it came out, I was too busy and I was traveling around doing whatever, and I didn't have a chance to see it, and then. Uh, I just never got around to it. And then I was like, oh, I wonder if it's still there because I want to watch it. And so I watched it today. It was pretty good. Nice. Yeah, it was all right. It was like four of us in the theater. And I was like, oh, That's awesome. Was it like <laughs> four awesome. people just like, and no one was talking? Or were you like, hey, man, did you see that? <laughs> we were laughing and chatting about stuff because they left the lights on for the first 10 minutes. Oh, good. <laughs> That's unfortunate. So it was like we were watching it at our house. <laughs> I was yeah, we're all four in your group? <laughs> no. Nice. <laughs> like the, there was two people in a group, so there was two people in one row, and then the, there was a guy behind them, and then I was behind that the other guy that was by himself. You guys didn't even sit in the same row. Come on. No, that's kind of. <laughs> we all wanted the middle seats. The yeah, I guess. That's true. I think <laughs> it's kind of cool though seats. when like you know four random people get in there and you just have the attitude of hey you know we're all here enjoying this nerdy movie we can nerd out together. Because when yeah. you have a huge group of people, you just can't really do that because you always have those guys that sit by Mike that are kicking seats or comment, commenting on the movie <laughs> the whole time. And like you've got oh, the, the, the couple that's like has to explain everything to the person that isn't really into superhero movies. And, and you're like, why are you here? <laughs> yeah. And then you got Mike who's tapping on his mic the whole time. That's kind of weird. Anyway. We're going to bring it back. Four people in Devin's Theater, four people in a uh, Javelin Squad. That's how we're bringing it back. So, guys, before we bring it back, I'm going to derail us again <laughs> to segue into what I'm going to talk about about Anthem. Are you guys big shoe guys? Do you like shoes? Like, you know the names of shoes and the numbers that Nike comes out with their shoes? I'm not a big Nike fan, but I, I like shoes. Mike, are you a shoe guy? I feel like you're baiting me. I'm not baiting you. This is this I, is. I a, feel like you are. I'm because going the long way around to the segue, so just humor me. I feel me. like I feel like you're baiting me because I think just you know the segue, the answer. Steven. Just, just go. I'll take the I segue. think you know the answer. Okay. So Jay Watamaniuk was talking on Twitter about new shoes that he bought. 
for hiking because he's a he's a big time runner goes and hikes and does all this stuff and all, it seems like a lot of people on twitter like they they really get into their shoes not me like if, if the if the shoe fits. a lot of people at xbox like shoes yeah they're really into their shoes so yeah, he, he posted a picture of his shoes and i was like so what kind of shoes do free do uh, freelancers wear inside their javelins and he's like i don't know but I can tell you they're really tough stuff. So I was like, oh, man, we've got super secret inside information <laughs> on the type of shoes that freelancers wear inside the javelins, right? Tough so shoes. really tough shoes, really tough stuff. And then I was thinking, like, one of our first podcasts that we were talking about, we were all kind of, like, blown away that they could even get their shoes inside of these things. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's a tight spot to get, like, if you're thinking tough, you're thinking, okay, there's probably still toad around heavy equipment you know if a javelin was to like kind of lean over and you get your foot crushed i mean your foot's done so you probably wear steel toes i mean i don't know how do you even get your feet in there anyway i wouldn't think they even wore shoes in there you clip through the geometry that's how you get them in there that's what i said so we're gonna sac- to the animation we're gonna sacrifice that for just nope he gets in there makes sense it's kind of like you know star wars science fiction it just happens don't worry about it okay <laughs> i won't worry about it anymore mike do you care what your freelancer shoes look like believe it or not yes <laughs> well i think i think Devin and i we made that comment we're like we did. did she just did she just get in that javelin with shoes on like like how is that gonna work because i mean i, I mean it just how is that yeah. gonna work well, I, I need everybody to all uh, to try an experiment tonight. I'd like you to find your favorite pair of pants, and I want you to put your shoes on before you put that pair of pants on, and then just kind of, you know, tweet us the results, like like <laughs> film it for us, and like put it up there because I don't think it works. And... I will say though, like late nineties, that was probably very possible to do. <laughs> well, maybe <Get> Jinkos, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Devin still has his favorite pair of Jinkos. Yeah, yeah. My pockets go down to my feet. I'm going to get my wallet out the bottom of my pants to your feet. <laughs> Hold on. That's All a big pocket. That's why they had chains on their wallets so they could pull them out of their pants. Hold on. Let me get them out. <laughs> but I will do that, Mike. I will put on my shoes and my favorite pair of pants, and then I will tweet you. No, I'm not going to tweet you that. That's an awful image. Yeah, that would be really weird. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, I don't think, I don't know. And again, maybe it's just nitpicking and going, hey, that's not going to work. But maybe it does work. I mean, Tony Stark wore a three-piece suit under in the Iron Man suit. So, you know, it happens, I guess. I think it's all still part of the, uh, you know, they know it doesn't really work. But they're just but that's not what we're supposed to be focused yeah, on, right? Like, just get over it. Is that kind yeah. of hand-wavy? <laughs> just stop thinking about the shoes, all right? Let it go. It's those <laughs> continuity things. Let it go. Let it go. Or it's like when she's wearing her suspenders and everything else, and it's like, I'm just going to hop in here in this, you know, form-fitting javelin. Yeah. Yeah. Suspenders? Who was wearing suspenders? I was pretty sure she was wearing – maybe she wasn't wearing suspenders. The the mechanic was. Yeah, the mechanic was. uh, Anyway, I know what you mean. But anyways. So real quick. Go ahead. I'll let you finish your thought while I pull this thing up that I was looking at. I I think it's just all kind of, you know, when they talked about it in the beginning was it's more – because they're like, are you going hardcore, actual science, you know, or and they basically just like, well, it's just, you know, it's like Star Wars science, you know, things just are, you know, it just, it is, so it doesn't really need to be explained, and 
I don't know. I think if we go into it, like, we can nitpick anything, obviously. If you've we could. You're right. And, it's, and that's not the point. <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, it's like. But come on, people. Like, like come on. I'm just. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I agree anyway. With you. So, as I was doing a little bit of research, I put this link in the uh, comments for you guys to kind of pull this up and look at it. Um, I was going through, looking through some concept art, trying to find anything I could about Anthem and. One of the things I came across, that, and I guess maybe you guys probably noticed this, and I'm sure everyone noticed this, and I just didn't pick up on it until now. But in a couple of these pictures, like when she's walking out of the fort towards the landing pad, I didn't notice, but the the actual Anthem logo is imprinted on the chest of the Javelin. Um, so I don't know if that's kind of indicative of like that logo actually has more significance in-game. Not only is it... You know, that's what the multiplayer screens look like when it comes up, when everyone drops in. That symbol is kind of, that's where the silhouettes of the people's faces show up. That's So I don't know if this is like maybe a manufacturer logo or just all the freelancers. This is like the freelancer marking that, hey, if you're a freelancer, this is kind of the brand that you have so people can identify you. Um, any thoughts or comments on that? You guys think that would be a thing or it's just this is our trailer we're gonna put our so, logo everywhere we can. So we kind of, so we kind of went too deep with the shoe topic, <laughs> and this I think is going deeper than that. I don't think you really it's think anything. you don't think it's anything. You think it's just kind of it's nothing. This is Anthem. This is our logo. We're gonna put it everywhere. I mean, for Destiny, you didn't it's... see a big old traveler posted on everyone's armor. No, but or you a did big see giant Desti- too. But you did see the the little what you call it logo that was everywhere. You saw that on. Uh, I guess the the what's it, the speaker that spoke that died, yeah. Yes, we don't. We don't anyway, yeah. anyway. Okay. But that that little uh, why the little insignia thing that was everywhere. It was the treads on your boot. It was, I mean, it was it was on a lot of stuff. I don't think it's anything. I think it's an artist design choice. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Anything. Well, I mean, it's definitely prevalent throughout the trailer. It's in multiple places. Um, definitely, like early on when we when. We were looking through the stuff, and when I did a frame-by-frame of the trailer, uh, I saw that in many locations. Um, I had it marked down in in my notebook when I was going through frame-by-frame, which took forever. But, but I mean, it It is everywhere. Did it take 317 days? Uh, no, three forty-six. Three forty-six. Gotcha. And so, but now that now that you got me thinking about it, if you look on that back wall where that metal scaffolding is, it's there too. Oh, confirmed. Anthem three is coming up. What? What? I'm just saying. I think you guys are reading too much into it. Okay. So carrying on, if you scroll down, we also <laughs> have a shot of um, when the javelin is actually open, right before she puts her giant steel-toed boots inside those tiny little holes to get inside this thing. Um, the logo is imprinted in there as well. Also, yeah. there is a tiny little space um, that looks like probably right where over where your heart would be, kind of. That there's uh-huh. just kind of a gap in the padding. I don't know if that's maybe just. It's where off. you connect to the matrix. Right. That's kind of. Is this where you get like a neural link? So the back link? of your neck is directly into your chest. Directly just into your heart. Is it like a neural <laughs> link into into your body to connect you there? I just thought it was kind of interesting. I mean, it's got to be there for a reason, or else I'm sure they just would have covered it up. But yeah. just kind of little things that I was picking up on as I was, you know, looking for any type of information to talk about so the, the only things that i think like the v on the armor is definitely i think a logo or uh, something of choice there uh, the one that they have on the shoulders and on the helmet because if you look at the uh 
guards, you know, the Javelin police or whatever for that hub. You know, you can see their logo if you look on the flags throughout the trailer. It's it's for Fort Tarsus, and I'm guessing that's their logo. Like, if you look there, you can see them hanging on the banners. It's the same logo as on his arms and stuff, and it's on their weapons when you look through the trailer. So I definitely think the V on the arms and the, and the helmet are part of whether it's a faction or something specific to their choice, it's definitely there uh, because I mean that, that I mean there's too much symbolism with it going on there with the Fort Tarsus uh, police javelins or whatever yeah. you want to call them. So and you know what else flies in a V is ducks. Ducks. That's right. And ducks fly. <laughs> when the roosters are crowing and the cows are spinning circles in the pasture, okay. ducks fly together. Come on, right. guys. No, I got you. Come we're on. we're flying together. This is another movie they can remake. I'll i Okay. So we're <laughs> gonna move on to this next thing I would like to call the Brennan Holmes Minute. So as I was looking over on the Anthem subreddit, I was kind of taking a lot of the stuff that Brennan has talked to people about. Uh, a lot of the questions he's answered, some little bit of information that he's put out there that we can't we haven't really touched on. I figured we can line out a couple things that I thought were kind of interesting, some things that are kind of basic, uh but just things that we haven't really confirmed that, hey, Brennan did say this. So I've got about eight things on here. Um, we can talk about them in depth if we want. If they're just kind of easy, we'll just kind of skip over them. And we'll just continue on that way. So so first thing that he said, and some of these are from nine days ago. Some of these are from like 24 days ago. Um, but he says there will, in fact, be a beta. I think um, Jonathan, Holm, Jonathan, Jonathan Warder talked about there being a beta. And I think we kind of all knew that. That there was yeah. going to be a beta, but I guess there's been some people still questioning if, in fact, there would be a beta or not. Um, but there will be a beta. When it will be, I'm going to guess it's going to be after E3. They'll probably announce it sometime, <laughs> and it'll probably be around September-ish, would be my guess. I'm hoping they give it, you know, several months beforehand so it can actually make a difference and not just be a stress test on their servers or whatever. I think one of the – something that um, Battlefront 2 would have – um, why it would have benefited from is if that they actually had their beta. Man, I can't talk right now. If they had their beta a couple more months in advance because all the loot box and progression, is progression issues that released, people were complaining about. And I just don't think they had enough time to even course correct at that time. They later did, yeah. but they could have they could have prevented that whole fiasco if they would have. Well, it's, it was what two weeks before launch. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, it was a glorified stress test. So, right. Um, Devin, would you like to take number two? Yeah, graphics from E3 video are indicative of actual gameplay, right? So somebody asked about it in the Reddit, um, and he did confirm, yes, that is what the game actually looks like. I mean, they said that at E3 in the interviews as well, you know, that, that uh, while they might not have been directly controlling it, it was running on, you know, the Xbox One X hardware, basically, or equivalent, and... Uh, so yeah, I'm I mean, guessing that, that's what the game looks like. I'm guessing this question is more because of the whole Mass Effect Andromeda thing, where E3 yep. it looked widely different from what actually released. So I'm sure a lot of people are like, "All right, you guys said this last time, so is it actually yeah. going to look like this, or is this going to be different?" Because I, mean, well, I mean, this this would happen a lot. Um, Previously, common games, problem, right? Yeah. So, so it's always downgrade. Is there a downgrade? You know, I mean, it's every game. You know, yeah. and obviously, you know, when they show off trailers or whatever, they have the same things like, oh, well, this is what we're targeting for. This is what we're targeting for it to look like. 
And when it doesn't turn out to look like that, you know, it, it sucks. But, I mean, that's what they want to try to get it to. But at least in this case, so, yeah, that's the actual representation of what the game looks like. Yeah, especially for games that are uh, multi-platform that go into the PC. Usually they, you know, make everything run on ultra settings for the PC so it shows the best. And then consoles, you know, get downgraded because they just can't hit those marks. So, Michael, will you take number tres? Numero tres. Freelancers' feet rest in the second knee joint of the legs, so pilots are essentially kneeling. That's cool, I guess. It's kind of hard to so, picture So maybe running. I missed it in the trailer. Do uh, we have contact legs then? Yeah, well, you can see basically the bottom half is basically they're just like uh, pistons hydraulics. and servos and yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, but it said this. It but it said like the knee joint. So yeah, so because you've got the main knee joint and then you've got the joint at the bottom that kind of connects to the longer foot. Yeah, that's where your foot is at. Yeah, right there at that last the second joint. So if you if you've played Halo and you've seen an elite, that's what it looks like. Or that one movie, the one creature from, ah, oh, what was that movie called? With the kids and the aliens, and the alien was a kid at the end. Contact? Contact. There you go. Yep, just like that. Didn't I just say that? Yeah. Oh, that's what you meant. It's all coming together. <laughs> you haven't no, lost there for Mike. Now. It's all coming yeah. together. It's been 346 days since we've heard anything about Anthem. Since our last intelligent conversation. Uh, yeah. Number four. <laughs> so they were toying with the idea of a death penalty but they said it sounds like they scrapped it because they just felt like penalties and they felt that they were not fun or engaging. So have you guys played a game where, you know, you die, you get like a penalty to, you get less experience for like 10 minutes or you're slower for 10 minutes or, or anything like that. Have you guys played in, I'm trying to think of the game I've played recently that had an actual death penalty. Um, was it where your time would get longer than every time you died? game was that oh that, yeah that could uh that time could be to one. respawn like every time you oh die, that's you're talking off. about uh heroes of the storm yeah right that's yeah the moba that every time you yeah. die it gets a little bit longer so i guess there's a death penalty like that That sucks to me <laughs> yeah well you're not supposed to die in that game so mike have you played a game that has a death penalty i'm trying to think of uh, one but i don't think i've played one um, in a I don't really think long I ever time have. i don't think i have at all and they kind of said because, well, it's not fun and it's not engaging. Like, you know, you don't want to die. And you don't also don't want to be punished for dying. So I'm actually glad that, they, that they're not including a death penalty because I agree with them. It's like if I die, yeah, you know, it happens. But I also don't want to be penalized for like loss of experience points or loss of gold or money or whatever, beryllium shards or any rocks that you collect along the way. So I'm glad they're not doing that. I'm glad they figured out that it's not fun and they're testing that thing. So, and then they confirm that Anthem is not a roguelike, so you're not going to die and have to go collect all your stuff. Um, Someone asked about that, and that's just not going to happen. Devin, will you take number six? I will. Since your character will have a voice. Woohoo! We don't need to be a voiceless, you know, thing that everything happens to yeah and uh, i like that you know um because i mean it's my character i want to be able to of course choose what it look like you know male or female uh maybe you know if they have a voice i mean obviously for them that's more expensive they have to record lines and whatever but that's you know part of telling the story and 
So I'm stoked for that. What do you think, Mike? Are you excited that your character is going to have a voice? Um, because when I think of them having a voice, they're obviously going to give us a voice. And are we only going to have two different options of voices? A male and a female um, I version? Think, I think I think maybe it means voice as in you get to choose what you do. Because wasn't JD saying that most Bioware games come with like a dialogue wheel where you have... Well, that's just More. for the conversations in the game. The character still talks, though, in like the. In the oh, you think you think that's what stuff. it means that they, that yeah. they actually talk? Yeah, that's that's what I'm taking it as. Is like we're oh. actually talking, whereas like you know in, in other games, your character can't talk at all, and it's only talk two or during the cinematics. I think our character will actually speak. like Link in the Legend of Zelda. Yeah, sure. He says hey yeah, and that's about it. So my question is, would you guys pay $5 for a voice pack to change your player's voice to have to sound like Snoop Dogg? No. Not to Snoop Dogg, but I would I have paid for voice packs. I've paid for them in Halo 5. Okay, and those are mostly for multiplayer, right? Yeah, it's just for multiplayer. It's the announcer voice pack. So they have I think six different something like that. Um and like I have mindset to uh, a grunt, which is pretty funny, and uh, they all say different things for their phrases, but they kind of mean the same thing, you know. Like if right. you're on a killing spree or whatever, but they just say it a different way, and and uh, I enjoy it. It's good. I, it was well worth the money. I've, you know, to have a different announcer, so I have no issue with that. Mike, you wouldn't pay the extra money to be able to change your voice. No, you just go default all the way. And that's I good. don't know. I mean, if I had options, I might I might pick the best, the one, the option that I like the most out of the options given me. But I'm not gonna go any further than that. I don't. I don't find it. Yeah. No. 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 Oh. Okay. I think it would be that's really cool. I think it would be a cool idea if they did record with multiple people. You bring them in for DLC or whatever down the line. It's like, hey, we had this person come in. Um, let's see who 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 would it be? You could say we had um. I just forgot Samwise, Samwise Gamgee's name, his actual name, Sean Austin. So we had him come in to record a bunch of voice lines. He redid like all the voice lines, um, and he's going to come in, and you can buy him as a voice. So you're not listening to the same person uh, multiple times as, on multiple playthroughs. I mean, maybe it could add you know, variety, so you're not feeling like, man, I've heard this again. It's like, okay, maybe, I don't know, how is he to sound in this role? So I think it. I think there's potential there. I mean, it's expensive to get people like that to come in and record, you know, the same lines over mm -hmm. and over again and put it in. But I don't think it's impossible. Um, yeah, it's I think it just depends monetize. on what it's for, right? I mean, maybe if you have some kind of AI or something that tells you different things. I, I mean, we don't know, obviously, because all we have is a, you know our initial video and whatever we can get from the internet, and uh, but. I think it. I mean, if it was just random characters, or I guess if it was main characters throughout the story that were talking a different voice, I don't know. That might be weird to me. But I think for me, the multiplayer announcer works, and I wouldn't mind like if it was an AI or whatever to have have a different voice. But um, yeah, I don't know how it would work for if it was like a main character. Yeah, to record lines for the whole game, that would be interesting. Yeah. I'm not saying they couldn't do it, but hey, you know, people would pay for it. I would think. All right, yeah. moving on. So Brendan says someone asked about customization. That if you know we play, we all play as the colossal, the colossus, colossal, colossal, colossal. I, 
that if we all have the same equipment, are we going to be able to look different? So Brennan says, customization to them internally, they see it like this. Customization equals configuring your suit and your equipment. And then personalization is how you actually look. So players with similar equipment after 100 hours of play should look very different. So I think this is kind of a confirmation to the thing that we've been talking a lot about, being able to mm-hmm. look differently, which, yeah. which you know, should get us really excited that, you know, this is one of the main things that we complain about in a lot of the games that we play is that you always end yeah. up looking the same. And here he's saying that you should be able to control that. You should be able to look uh, vastly different from someone that has sim- similar play styles, but different, um, but want to look different. So. This should be good, right, Mike? You're excited about this? I am. Um, I am. I think. I think it's good that we get to customize. I don't have. I don't have much more to say other than I'm excited for that, and I think it's a good choice. I would. I would rather have the ability to customize um, than not. Personalize. Uh, and, and personalize, personalize and customize. But I also. I'm going to put a caveat on that. I also hope that that it's that you can continue. To customize, meaning that if there's like a character choice, you know, you you usually have to pick like a hair, um, gender, um, you know, face. In some games, they give you face appearance kind of markings and stuff. Tattoos. I hope, I hope that you can like go back and change that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like you're gonna rock, I don't know, a mohawk, and then you can change it to, I don't know, dreads or something. I don't know, just two random hairstyles that I picked out of my out of my brain so. so hopefully you can keep cutting your hair yeah like you can keep cutting it like 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 a barber or even like i don't know a tattoo artist that you can go and you can either add stuff or change things or hopefully you can do that with your javelin too that that certain choices aren't like permanent for your for the life of the game yeah i'm i'm excited for it that was my biggest complaint for other games, and we've obviously talked about it in prior episodes, but for them to basically kind of confirm it, <clears throat> you know, or have the same, their viewpoint is the one that I was hoping they were going to go for. And, uh, you know, I mean, I would purposely play those other games even though I wasn't at their max level or whatever. Um, it was just like, well, this is, I like the way this gear looks, so this is what I'm going to roll with, and I just have to deal with the handicap, basically, so... But uh, I'm excited. Hopefully, we're not going to have to do that. So I agree. I think it's going to be pretty awesome. I also like the idea. I've been playing some other RPGs recently. And as time passes in those games, like your hair actually grows and your appearance changes um, subtly over a long period of time. Um, I think that would be kind of a cool idea. It's like, oh, yep, time for a haircut because now my hair is super long. And it just kind of changes, like facial hair grows out and stuff like that. That would be kind of fun. But it doesn't sound like we're going to get that kind of... I mean, I don't think we're going to be in our actual just-person view for that long. We'll be there for Fort Tarsus, but that's all going to be first-person. So I don't know how much of that we'll actually even be able to see. So as long as we can customize the javelin, I think that's the important thing. Yep. All right. The Brennan... Someone asked if... You, if you'll actually be able to pick your gender or if your gender's locked in because they only saw someone playing as a female in the E3 trailer. But he said, yes, you'll be able to pick your gender. Uh, female is not default. And then I wanted to pose this question to you guys and see. When you guys play games and you can either be female or male, what do you guys normally pick? I go male. 
for me, it just depends on the game. Um, sometimes, uh, so I guess it just depends on their systems and their hitboxes. For PvP style, I'll choose the female because it's a smaller hitbox. Um, unless they have the same hitbox, you know, regardless of what size model you have. Yeah. Um, that has been a problem in the past. I remember in uh, Halo 2 with Golden the Elites. There, well, GoldenEye, yes, you know, you, odd <laughs> job all the way. Um, but uh, especially the the most the more recent one for me is the, the Halo 2 with the Elites because their hitbox for their head was so much larger that you would just get destroyed so much easier if you were an Elite. Um, and so everyone was just playing as female Spartans because it's smaller body, smaller hitboxes. Um, so, I mean, that's something they have to figure out. I mean, hopefully they do, you know, and, uh, cause I, I don't really care, you know, it's, it's just a character and whatever helps me have the advantage, you know, when I'm playing is what I'm looking for. So you you're know? not going for like the role play aspect. You're just like, nope, this is going to give me advantage because this person is yeah. 0.3 meters smaller than all the other characters. Cause it seems like the Colossal is quite a bit bigger than the, than the, um, Ranger Javelin. So I'm going to guess that their yep. hitbox is quite a bit larger. So would yep. that, does that but change But they're also your... the tank, right? So they're right. supposed to have more health and everything. Um, I don't think it changes for me. I mean, I, I like, depending on what I'm doing, my playstyle switch, you know, sometimes I like larger characters and other times small. And so hopefully with having multiple javelins, I can be able to pick and choose as I go, you know, as, as they basically have told us, you know, you're going to play multiple javelins, you're going to have a lot of them, and, and uh, we don't know how all that's going to work out yet. Hopefully, you know, we should find out more at E3, I hope. It's true. In 23, no, some, I don't know, math. In a couple of days, we'll find out. I usually pick a female <laughs> character because it seems like um, studios put you a lot more like, time into okay. the female character Don't models. Lie. Don't lie. No, it's true. Like, I, I, I've yeah, never no, liked, they do. Like, yeah, they put way more time into the female character models, and they always look better. So the male character models are always very boring. It's like, oh, there's another char- male character. They're very uninteresting. So I usually go that route. I'm a guy in real life, so, you know, you roleplay a little bit. Anyway, it probably says a little bit more about me. Anyway, that is the last of the information that we have Steven here likes to on role the play topic. Steven likes women. That's there you go. Um, <clears throat> it got really hot in here. <laughs> so that is all the information we really have for this episode of the Freelancer Codex Podcast. This is, what, episode 34? I think that's a pretty good place to start. 34. Yeah, yeah. 34. We're almost, we're pretty close to coming up on the year anniversary of when we actually started this podcast, which is kind of cool. It's kind of exciting. It's been a long road with not a lot of information, but I think we're making it work. Um, we got our regulars that come back and listen and encourage us to keep doing it. We wouldn't do it without you guys. We actually might do, well, yeah, we wouldn't do it if you guys didn't encourage us to keep doing this. I have a lot of fun <laughs> doing it. Um, I enjoy the time we spend yeah. just talking, speculating. I mean, this is kind of the fun time where we have no idea what's going to go on. This is like the Wild West of of Anthem. Like, anything yeah. can happen. There's limitless potential. When the game finally releases and we know exactly what it is, I mean, there's going to be more to talk about. But it also, in a sense, there's going to be a lot less to talk about, which is kind of interesting to think about. So, I'm excited for Star Wars, the Star Wars universe of Anthem to show up. To bring us new stories, to bring us new and exciting times. So, I think with that, guys, Mike, unless you have anything to add at the end of episode 34, episode 34, this was uh, Mike's basketball number, pretty sure, when he was playing basketball in high school. 34. I don't think that's true. No, it's not. That was weird. 
It wasn't 34? <laughs> Someone was number 34. No. Yeah, I think anyway. I number 34. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, no, I've 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 got nothing. I think this was a great conversation. We've we've learned a lot and we've got some questions to answer about Steve and then I think <laughs> we'll be good. Oh come Don't on forget now. to send us your questions for when we go to EA play. Yeah. And let us know that you're out there and that you're you're really listening cuz I don't know if Steven's telling <laughs> we us. We know you're listening cuz we see the numbers, but uh, You don't or... get on. I'm not passing all those emails on to you. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> oh. Well, for the Freelancer Codex podcast, I am your host, Steve. And saying, see you later. Until next time. Well, you can find us. <laughs> That's not how you. See, I don't, I don't, I don't, like, I don't like how we normally do it. Like, Why you know, not? I don't know, because it's like, oh, there's a shaper storm. Just roll play it as side. a girl, Steven, and close it out, okay? Ah, uh, that, I don't know. I'll probably get a shaper storm now. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. You can follow us at the Freelancer Codex on Twitter. You can follow us at Facebook.com slash Freelancer Codex. You can support us on Patreon.com slash Freelancer Codex. You can go to our new website and leave us a comment. Um, I know last time we talked about doing a giveaway in the comments when we post this when we post this uh, episode on the episode. So if you leave a comment there, if you're in the U.S., I will do this. I will send out a 30-ounce tumbler with the Freelancer Codex podcast logo on it. To a random person that we're going to pick on the next episode. Sound good? We can do that, right? Sounds great. Yep. So that's what we're going to do. So when I post this episode, leave a comment in there. Um, what should they comment with? That'll enter them into the drawing. Because they can't comment with just anything. They got to comment with... Maybe we'll do this. Um, leave your best... Leave your question that you want us to ask to some of the some of the devs over at uh, EA Play. And we'll pick the best one. And we will send you out something nice. That'll be cool, right? We can do that. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. JD's not here. He can't stop us. <laughs> That's what you get for moving your sister, JD. That's right. <laughs> he picked her up and moved her over. <laughs> so until next time, guys, we will see you on the other side. Of what? Later. What um, will we see them on the other side of? Of the road. A shaper storm coming. Of what? We'll see you on the other side. Come on, Stephen. That's how it goes. Do it. Um, Do it, Stephen. So how does it start? Until the next time, there's hey, a look, shaper... there's a shaper storm coming. <laughs> oh, I'll see you on the other side. We've done this 34 times, Stephen. <laughs> no. Yeah, dude, you're like you know, you know what messes me up? I start singing <laughs> the Greatest me? Showman uh, song, The Other Side. <laughs> That's what's messing me up. <laughs> So. Sure. Anyway, I'm going to stop this recording now. Goodbye. <laughs>